Welcome to Overheard in the Pantry. You're ear into the conversation of two friends living on opposite sides of the country. On today's episode, you better put on your dancing shoes because Courtney and Felicia are going to tell you the songs that make up the soundtrack to their lives. Get comfy, grab a snack, and let's get into it. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> a mood. A Thanksgiving mood. So, um, obviously, you can tell that um, there's something going on with my voice. I'm sick. I have bronchitis. Okay. You have bronchitis. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. You are a raspberry <laughs> this week. <laughs> so, I'm expecting my voice to probably be raspy through this podcast, and I'm going to go ahead and probably say the next one, too. <laughs> well, hey, if you are into that, listener... This is your Thanksgiving yeah. treat yeah, from maybe, the pantry. Maybe you like a good raspy voice. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm going to try to not like sniffle or cough in your ears. I'm going to try to like mute my mic or edit that out. But I'm going to go ahead and say sorry if I do that. So, Courtney, why don't you tell the people what we're doing today since I can barely talk? Alrighty, you guys. So, me and Felicia... We were watching videos and we came across this Troy Savon. Love him. It was this Troy Savon video and he was doing, he was naming, actually, rather, he was naming the songs that were the soundtrack to his life. So me and Felicia thought that that was super cool. So we wanted to sit down and share with you guys for today's episode what the soundtrack to our lives are. So we're going to sit down and go one by one. We're going to do 10 songs. We're going to tell you about them. And are we doing our favorite lyric as well, Felicia? Um, yeah, I pulled my favorite lyric from ones that I felt like needed to be mentioned. You know, like some songs I'm like, oh, there's not a favorite lyric that needs to be mentioned there. But you know what I mean? I feel you. Cool. So we'll be getting specific when we feel that there's a moment that a detail needs to be uncovered, bitch. And without further ado, you better hang on to your wig. <laughs> Actually, before we begin, can we just talk about this topic? Okay, so I tweeted today some of my favorite lyrics ever. I don't know if it, you have to be of like a particular age to have watched MTV uh -huh. at this time because I'm an MTV whore, reality yeah. TV show whore. And uh, back then, there was a guy named Ashley Parker Angel. I remember and that. He had like a show and what the theme song to his show was called the soundtrack to your life. Mm -hmm. And it, for whatever reason, that song just like stuck with me. Like I listened to it like 50 times today. Whenever I like think about life, I like always think about that song. Cause I just feel like that song is so freaking true. So if you want to hear a good bop, make sure you listen to Ashley Parker Angel's Soundtrack to Your Life. I think he's like a fitness coach now. I think I checked up really? on him on the Twitter. Yeah, he's like a fitness coach, which I think is like great. Like, come on, bitch. You got your coin yes. and now your body is shredded. Come on. Yes. So um, I think we're going to make like a playlist of all these songs and maybe we'll put that one as the top, like the first song before you get into it. So like it starts with yes. that one and then we get into our soundtracks. <laughs> I love that. This is so fun and interactive. Y'all better listen to that playlist because y'all gonna get your lives. So I had great difficulty doing this. Courtney and I both love music a lot. So yes. I know this is probably hard for you. My songs aren't in any particular order. Have you like ordered yours any sort of way? Alicia, listen to me. 
you would have thought that this was my album. <laughs> Once I assembled, like, y'all listen, this was like a project for me. I don't know what type of soul-searching mission this turned out to be, but literally I sat up here with like 40 songs and one document and I'm like sitting and I'm scrolling. I went into my MySpace, y'all. Went into my MySpace, logged up on in and had them pull up my old playlist oh my and see what was up on there, okay? And it was very interesting, girl. There was a Never Shout Never in there. Oh, I just, it was just a moment in time. I loved it. So eventually I had to whittle down, whittle, whittle, whittle. And even then, the original soundtrack was supposed to be eight, y'all. We had to bump it on <laughs> up to 10. We okay? put a couple bonus tracks on there. Literally, y'all getting the deluxe edition. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Um, my songs, I feel like I didn't pick, like, you might see my cat head. My cat's sitting here, literally, looking at me. Courtney and I are on Skype, so um, Courtney, you may see her head pop over. Um, I'm ready. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't feel like these are, like, necessarily, like, my favorite songs that I listen to, like, all the time. But whenever I was going through it, I was like, all right, what songs, like, whenever I hear them, they take me back to a moment in my life or, like, they just, like, like literally like feel like the soundtrack to my life also I'm on like cough medicine so like I might get a little <laughs> bit like the real deep Felicia might like jump out oh real my quick God. in this if the, if the deep Felicia jumps out the deep Courtney will join you halfway <laughs> I'm ready let's get deep girl <laughs> so should we like go back and forth like you do one and then I do one you do yeah. one and I do one okay that's, cool. that's fun I feel like we're like vh1 like MTV, TRL, like VJs. Yeah. We're like doing a countdown special. <laughs> yeah, get into this soundtrack to our life countdown. Okay, so my first song is, this was very hard to figure out because you know I love Taylor Swift, right? And yes. basically every single one of Taylor's albums is a different chapter in my life. And I think we should definitely do a podcast on that because I feel like you're the same oh way, Oh my right? God. Yes, woman. So um, I ended up picking Out of the Woods as mm -hmm. my song from Taylor slash my first song that I'm going to talk about. Um, I love this song because so whenever I first heard it, it didn't really hit me like as like, oh, I love this song. It relates to me. But this is like one of those songs where I feel like the person that wrote it, Taylor, literally like reached into my soul and said, let me write a narrative about a situation you've been through. Mm. That's what this song feels like to me. Um, I actually like, <laughs> this sounds crazy. I have a whole like word document on why Out of the Woods is like the greatest song in the world. <laughs> you better stand. So, the Swifty jumped out. <laughs> it really did. Because I went in and like analyzed like every single line. I've analyzed the music video. This kind of stuff is fun for me. It's just iconic. I love iconic. that. So um, my favorite lyric from Out of the Woods is the night we couldn't quite forget when we decided to move the furniture so we could dance like we stood a chance two paper airplanes flying and I remember thinking are we out of the woods I love that lyric um mm. this is so weird because I feel like I'm like I feel like I'm like talking about myself because this song feels so personal to me uh basically I feel like it's about being in a relationship with somebody and never knowing like if it's going to work out or not and this specific lyric right here makes me think like they're having this moment where everything feels fine, everything feels right, but mm -hmm. 
but she's still sitting there thinking like her thoughts still interrupt her and it's like wait are we are we okay even though we're having Mm. this beautiful moment that i should just feel fine in her thoughts still come back to her yeah she's she's restless about it yeah it's like anxiety about and like the woods are like confusing they're dark you never really know where you're going and the only thing you want to be is out of them yeah yeah oh uh so yeah i'll have to share with you my analysis on the whole song but i could go on about that girl that was a youtube video opportunity (laughs) i could i mean you analyzing out of the do it listen swifties if you're listening I need you to put on your red lipstick and hop into Felicia's <laughs> mentions and tell her what needs to be done. That would be a good video, I feel like. Cool. So I'm going to stop because I would go on forever about Out of the Woods. But it definitely, <laughs> it's definitely, like I said, a song that I feel like was written about a specific time in my life. It's really weird. Like, it feels so specific and personal and close. Taylor has a way of doing that. Yeah. All right, Miss Allison Swift, we see what you're doing. You already on the list. We just started your ass already. You done shipped <laughs> your ass onto the list already. Okay. All right. So my first song is Weightless by All Time Low. Uh-huh. And it's just one of my favorite songs in general because, like you said about Out of the Woods, I feel like that song is, like, so personal and it's so representative of my life before I moved to Los Angeles I just sort of felt like I was like stuck like I even like made a video like a really long time ago and it was like called stuck and I I remember feeling so frustrated and always having to remind myself that living in Pennsylvania was always going to be just like a moment in time like, maybe it's not my weekend, but it's going to be my year. Like, this is not going to be my whole life here. Yeah. I'm destined to go on and do other things elsewhere and be iconic and legendary and just do what I love. And I, even though I was attempting to do what I loved in PA, it just wasn't realistic enough. And I knew that I needed to change my whole surroundings and flip the script on that ass and move literally to the opposite side of the country to sort of really nurture my passions and I feel like finally I'm at a place where I can sort of like say I've got my footing a bit and that is just an incredible feeling mm-hmm. That's so they song. I feel like that song I don't know for sure but I feel like it came out on the album that came out when I was in high school so it was like a good like moment yeah. yeah, you know, it's just like one of those like pop emo, like kick you right into the feels, you know, exactly where I'm coming from. It's yeah. just like one of those like anthem type songs. Like if you're ever feeling like some kind of way, you just put that on and like, yeah, about they did that. Do you have a favorite lyric? My favorite lyric is actually maybe it's not my weekend, but it's going to be my year. Yeah, I'm as I go nowhere because like that's what it felt like to me like I wasn't doing shit like Uh I had jobs and like I was working in a hotel and doing retail but it wasn't what I wanted so I had to make a change girl (laughs) break away Kelly Clarkson oh what a good one I feel like that should have been on my list (laughs) yo as soon as I said it I was like damn I wish that would have been on my list because Kelly did that that's an honest ass song she had to break away girl yeah 
Um, okay, so my next song, sticking with the like emo pop punk theme, um, mine is Break by Boring, Break by Paramore. So this um, song is on their album Brand New Eyes, and I feel like that album came out my senior year of high school. So this is like a very momental time, momental, momental time. That Monumental? makes sense, right? Monumental time in my yeah. life. <laughs> Finally Come got on, it. <laughs> I feel like it was a very monumental time in my life. So this song, for some reason, just like caught me and I just like latched onto it. I remember doing um, for no reason at all, just for myself, but I did like a photo shoot to this song. <laughs> so a lot of the times whenever I hear um, songs, especially ones that like I love a lot, I can like picture in my head what like I would want the music video to be or just like images that could be inspired by the song. So I did that with this song. I did each lyric. Um, I did a different photograph and I just like uploaded them on MySpace or something. <laughs> but Oh, you were fucking it up, girl. You had the album ready. I know. I loved it. But um, I just really love this song. I think my favorite lyric is it's all about the exposure, the lens I told her, the angles were all wrong. Now she's ripping wings off of butterflies. And Mm. that just kind of makes me think about like literally what it says, like everything's not what it seems. Everything, everybody has their own perspective and lens and view of the world. And um, sometimes everything's not perfect. It's about how the photo looks or how this person is coming across. Does this make sense? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cause I feel like it makes sense in my head. I'm like into this. I'm living for this moment. <laughs> I love analyzing lyrics and stuff. Um, Me too. Uh, I think this song is fun. I love the lyrics and I think it's about destroying um, how things are perceived and seeing the reality of a situation or a person. I never got that from that song, so thank you. I never knew what the song was about, really? so I just like to I just like to scream the lyrics. Cause like the lyric, the chorus is, um, "Go get a shovel, we'll dig a deep hole to bury the to castle." To bury the castle. Yeah, the fairy tale. Oh. She lives in a fairy oh, tale somewhere too far for us to find her. Whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Damn, terrible. you actually. <laughs> We're doing things, and I thought I was just trying to twerk. Wow. Everything doesn't always have to be deep. I just tend to make things deep. But that, but that is though. That's dope. All right, Haley, Miss Williams. <laughs> but I love Paramore. They are definitely one of the ones that made up my high school years. So my next song is going to be "Bump Bump Unwritten." by Natasha Bedingfield. This song is so special to me. So special to those of you who don't know that I literally have lyrics from this song tattooed on my back. It actually was my first tattoo was today is where your book today is where your book begins. The rest is still unwritten. Like it's literally my first tattoo on my back. Like Natasha did things to my life. I didn't know you had that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you ever, I, you can only see it if I'm wearing like a tank top. Oh, okay. Like, pe- like people are always like, what is that? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I forget I have it. I yeah. forget I have it sometimes. But yeah, that was my first tattoo. I got it when I was like, um, I think 18. As soon as I turned 18, because I was like, I'm moving to Los Angeles. And then 
I didn't. So <laughs> it, it's just like a very special song to me. It like not only are the lyrics incredibly true and inspiring and motivational it's like such a morning song and it was a theme song to the hills so it always made me think of la so it was always like a goal of mine to sort of like get to la and like just start and i just sort of feel like natasha did like a great job at like writing such a great motivational song it's like literally one of my favorite songs of all time yeah, it's a good song. I love the lyrics. Titties, away your back begins. I wonder <laughs> if that's going to be the theme song to the new Hills. They have to. They better. Natasha better get her ass back in the booth. Natasha, if you're <laughs> listening to this, Nata- if the, the, betting fel- the betting field stands, the, bed- the beds, if you're listening to this, you better tell Mama Natasha to get her ass in the booth and recover a classic. And that's just the tea. Do a remix. Do a remix. Oh, my God. Real quick sidebar. They literally, Felicia, Tyra Banks got her ass in the booth and remixed Shine Bright, Shine Far, Be a Star. Really? For Life Size 2. Like, she went full on Cardi B, like, giving us a rap trap moment please watch it on youtube after this i have to look that up i have to look that up next time you take your medicine as you're going into a (laughs) like a medicinal haze just check that one out before you pass out see what's going on (laughs) see what's going on with tyra i don't have a favorite lyric for that one i'll just leave that like bitch unwritten is a bop go listen all the lyrics are legendary okay so my next song is supercut by lord and i literally play this weekly my mom is here she has headphones on so she can't hear me but I know she would be like of course that's on your list because she literally is like you always play this song and it's so funny because whenever I listen to this song or any song that I love I act like it's the first time I've heard it like I'm like listen to those lyrics listen to what she's doing (laughs) you said this artist I know I'm like blown away every time I hear it but I love this whole entire song which is interesting because let me just point this out jack antonoff worked on out of the woods with taylor and jack Mm -hmm. antonoff also worked on melodrama which is the album supercut is on from lord so maybe i just love jack antonoff more than likely yeah oh my god can i be honest Mm -hmm. that song almost made my list but i took it off it was disqualified Mm. disqualified i also have a confession i've only listened to this song four times really ever in my life it makes me incredibly sad Mm. literally i we were we were together somewhere Uh we were somewhere i forgot where we were or if what event it was and you went to play it and i aggressively stopped you i was (laughs) like please don't I was like, Felicia, please don't play that song. You were like, wait, no, I, lo-. I was like, please don't play that song. It, it like makes me cry. Like I cannot listen to it. It makes me so sad, but it's such an honest song. It's so good. Like just the fact that you would write a song about like, so you would be able to write a song relating a relationship to like a supercut. Cause you know, if for those who don't know, I don't know who wouldn't know this, but like a supercut is like a clip of like the best moments of something. So to take 
that because oftentimes whenever you're like finished with a relationship or you're like looking back and being nostalgic, you think about all of the best times. You don't think about the whole entire relationship. And those are, those are the thoughts that you have whenever you're thinking back to that time or that person or whatever it is. That's actually the tea. So that's why I love this song. Again, it feels like, like she could have written it for like me. <laughs> I lo- I just love songs like that. Like that's what makes me love music is like, if like I know instantly, like when I hear a song and it just like, either makes me think of something like super specific or it just like brings me back to a place that like I don't even know like or like makes me feel like something I haven't felt in yeah. so long yeah. I love songs like that me too I think Ugh. my favorite lyric from that song is the bridge um that says because in my head I do everything right when you call I forgive and not fight all the moments I play in the dark wild and fluorescent come home to my heart And I feel like that's, again, like looking back and she's going, well, in my head, I did all the right things, but that might not be be the reality because I'm just thinking of a supercut of our love. She did that. I don't know. I just think it's... The imagery is like really good. Yeah. I can definitely like see this one in my head too. Whenever I hear the lyrics, I can like see it out in my head. Like I wish that she had a music video for this. Yeah. Does Lord put up like a lot of music videos? I feel like she doesn't. I don't think so. I think she did one for Perfect Places and Green Light for this past album. Hmm. I'll have to wait like two more years when she dropped another album yeah. <laughs> and react to her music videos. Yeah. She better get on that. But yeah, one of my all-time favorite songs is Supercut. All right. I'm ready for my next song. And let me know if you've ever even heard this song, first of all. Okay. It's called Anything But Ordinary by Avril Lavigne. Yeah. Oh my God! Yes, I love that. That was an song... Avril stan. Oh my God! Yes, me too. Oh my <laughs> I God! I had Felicia. um black lowlights in my hair. Felicia, I was <sighs> embarrassing. I'll have to dig up the photographs. I was going to middle school with a tie around my fucking neck. Love like, that. bitch, you couldn't tell me yep. I wasn't black gay Avril. <laughs> I was running up in Spencer's. I said, "Give me all of the studded bracelets, bitch." I was rolling up. <laughs> Get this, listeners. I was rolling up to the middle of fuck nowhere, Pennsylvania high school, middle of no next door to a casino as fuck school, literally rolling up in my pack sun button up my <laughs> my JC Penny jeans, bitch, with my white etnies, bitch. And then I would have like a random necktie. Oh my god, I'm literally breaking things on my <laughs> Like, literally draped around my neck. Like, what was going on? And people still wanted to be my friend. So, shout out to the class of 2010. (laughs) You have excellent taste. (laughs) But I love that song. I just think that, for me personally, I've always kind of lived my life. Now that I've literally just painted that picture for you guys, I've never been ordinary Mm -hmm. by default. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so like especially i've realized that especially when i moved from new york to pennsylvania when i was younger like i was the only black kid in my whole entire like grade wow. at one point and it i guess 
at a really young age, I got really used to standing out. Uh-huh. Like I knew that like I talked different, I did my homework different, I dressed different, my parents were different because they were black. Mm-hmm. And I learned to enjoy that yeah. about myself. Yeah. I enjoy that my life isn't ordinary. Like a lots of kids that I graduated with, they went on to be nurses and teachers and police officers and have office jobs. And there's like, you know, they're helping to make vaccines and all of those things are like so incredibly important to the community. And I'm so incredibly proud of each and every person in my graduating class that is out there doing something and making something out of their lives. Like, girl, come on. Like, even if you just, even if you just serving coffees, like at least you, you know, you juicing them beans and you waking us up in the morning. Uh-huh. Um, what was I literally even talking about? <laughs> I literally already forgot. What was I, what was I literally just fucking talking about? Oh, all those things are great and dandy, but for me personally, I prefer to move across the country, live on the internet, make YouTube videos, Mm -hmm. and be happy. And I think that Avril kind of captured that. Um, In terms of my favorite lyric, it's, so knock me off my feet, come on, give it to me, anything to make me feel alive. Because how Avril wrote about herself was, life is so boring that she would even enter something um, potentially emotionally devastating just to feel alive, which I think is just an interesting perspective on life anyway. You would rather feel an intense emotion than no emotion at all. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Go off, Avril. (laughs) No, I loved her. I'm glad that that was on your your list because I can't hear it in my head right now, but I know I know that song. I'd rather be anything but ordinary, please. Uh, she did that. Her first album was straight hits. Straight hits. Yeah. Avril, Let Go was it, girl. Sca- he was a skater boy. She said, what? See you fucking later, boy. <laughs> and my life was never the same. I know. I loved um, the the second one, too. That was the one that was like black and white and red, right? Yes. So yeah. much for oh, my happy yeah. ending. Oh my gosh, she was in that. Or was that the one that also had um, Nobody's Home? Yes. Ugh. Yes. Homeless Avril in the she music video. Home, she was washing her hair home. in that. She was washing her hair in the gas station sink. I remember that music <laughs> video, girl. Avril was going through some things and I was living. Yes. Okay, so now you have to tell me if you have heard this one before. Because I don't yeah. know if a lot of people will know what this is. <laughs> Holding on, I'm bracing myself. My next one is Wonderful Tonight by Eric Clapton. Who the hell is Eric Clapton? <laughs> I don't believe he's alive anymore. Let me. Oh, no. He He's probably not alive. If he is, is I'm sorry, Eric Clapton. Yeah, he. Oh, wait, no. I think he's still alive. He's He is 73. Come on, Eric Clapton. Come on, Eric <laughs> oh, Eric Clapton is up and clapping, bitch. Yay. We got to go see Eric. Oh, I know. I wonder if he still tours. So this song came out in the 70s. So that might be why people don't know this song. <laughs> yeah, no, I never heard of my good sis Eric. So this song is so simple. There's like hardly any lyrics to it. It's pretty short. 
and the way it sounds like the music to it is very simple too and it just tells a story I'm looking at the lyrics now and there's actually only like four different like sections of the song um there's not really like a chorus or anything but I don't know why I love this but it's it's so simple and it honestly let me tell you this you might be able to like relate to this so whenever I heard Ed Sheeran's song Perfect it reminded mm-hmm. me of Wonderful Tonight. So it's that same vibe. Oh, okay. Um, Because it's basically like, gosh, I don't know how to describe it because it's just so just pure and cute and romantic. And it's basically like his, it, it starts out with um his wife, like getting ready. And like, she's like, do I look all right? And he's like, you look wonderful tonight. And then it's like, we go to a party and, mm-hmm whatever and people are looking at her and she's like do you feel all right and he's like I feel wonderful tonight this sounds so dumb but I promise it's not <laughs> but um and then at it the doesn't end, sound dumb it's like you said it sounds romantic yeah it's super romantic and sweet and then like at the end of the song like um she like takes care of him because like he's drinking or whatever and she like puts him to bed and he's like you were wonderful tonight and I don't know it's just really sweet and simple it's not like deep and analytical it's like you listen to it and you know exactly what the song is and I just um it reminds me of like just my childhood like I remember my mom loved this song so like that's how I like know what it is and heard it but it's just it gives me like a good feeling when I hear it hmm I love songs like that that just make you feel like good like that's how I feel about pocket full of sunshine yeah yeah, I got a pocket. Natasha is really that girl. We don't give Natasha. I know. Where is she? Credit. What is she up to? Natasha did that. I don't know. The last time I think I saw Natasha, honestly, Felicia, I think I remember, and like y'all could drag me if I'm wrong, but I think before I moved to LA, so that was like maybe two or three years ago, uh-huh. she was on the streamies, and I don't remember her having eyebrows. This is like oh a really God. prominent memory. Like I can see. I feel like I remember her on the streamies too. If you guys go on Google and you can find Natasha Bedingfield with no eyebrows, can you please tweet them to the podcast Twitter, which is Pantry Overheard, please and thank you. <laughs> so <laughs> one last one last thing that you might find interesting about the song "Wonderful Tonight" is actually written um, about Patty Boyd who um, was like a musical muse of Eric Clapton and I think a few other people, but Taylor Swift actually recently interviewed her on what it's like to have so many famous songs written about her. That's interesting that they had Taylor do that interview. I love that. Yeah, it was a really, really good interview. Because she always writes like those kind of songs about other people. Yeah, it was a really good interview. I think think Patty Boyd might have ended up with one of the Beatles. Really? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. She's got a book out. And I think that's what the interview was, like kind of doing promotion for the book. But it would probably be really interesting to know. But yeah, that was a really, really interesting interview to have Taylor interview her. Hmm. I can send that to me if you find it yeah. anywhere. Yeah. I'm like, all right, Patty. <laughs> it was the oh. um, interview that came out whenever the photo shoot came out of her looking like she was in the 70s. Do you remember that? It was like black and white pictures that came out. Yes, actually. Yeah, it was for for that for oh. that interview. 
Interesting. I like when celebrities like interview like other famous people. I don't know why it makes it like more interesting to me, but like I love stuff like that. Me too. Like all my celebrities, they're just like us. <laughs> all right. I know you know this next song for uh-huh. a fact. I talk about this song, I feel like, in some weird way every time we're together. Uh-huh. And it is now solidified as part of the soundtrack to my life. It's called A Little Less 16 Candles, A Little More Touch Me by Fall Out Boy. It's literally my favorite Fall Out Boy song. Like, out of all of their music, I, I, first of all, I love Fall Out Boy. In case y'all don't know, listener, Fall Out Boy, they just have a place in my heart musically that, like, no other musical entity can touch, mm-hmm. really. I don't know. But in case you haven't heard the song, it's a great song because I feel like it's honest. I feel like we all have these situations where we fuck up really horribly, mm-hmm. like bad. And it's always the time where like we really didn't mean to fuck up like as bad as we did like that last time that like that person is like, nah. Mm-hmm. And I think that in everyone's lives, it's, important to sort of have like that tragic moment where like you realize like fuck like I went too far or like ooh maybe I shouldn't have done I shouldn't have did that because it teaches you how to proceed Mm -hmm. and I think that when tragedies I don't know why that makes it sound so dramatic when tragedies or bad things happen that you cause that you are taking responsibility responsibility for i think that those kind of situations help you grow and even though those situations aren't ideal or convenient they are valuable and i think that we should learn to value those horrible moments always in hindsight of course and learn to make positive changes and my favorite lyric is, and I know you're dressed up. Hey, kid, you'll never live this down because you're just the girl all the boys want to dance with. And I'm just the boy who's had too many chances. You want to know the most interesting thing about Fall Out Boy's music for me? Mm. I would probably say for me personally, it's just the fact that when I was younger, like when I first discovered Fall Out Boy, I was like young. Like I don't even think I, or maybe I wasn't like a teenager, but like very early teenager. Maybe I was like, early teen bitch and even though i wasn't sitting there deciphering lyrics like now i'm like an adult and i'm always like deciphering lyrics but back then i wasn't always like googling lyrics or reading really into lyrics but i always felt connected to the music mm-hmm. and i think that that's what's most important like i'm still supporting fallout boy and what the hell are they singing about unless i'm literally sitting there listening <laughs> To every single lyric, bitch. I'm just trying to sing. I'm trying to sound like Patrick. I'm trying to holler my ass off. So, no, I totally know. We what need you more mean. appreciation for Fall Out Boy. I, 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 um, I, I have the same experience with their lyrics. Uh, that they're actually probably 
the ones that like got me into being like let me analyze lyrics because I remember being like what does this mean what does this mean for me and how can I relate to this with follow boy lyrics <laughs> like me. they're the ones that got me into this whole I have to analyze everything and be deep about everything because everything was so symbolic like I remember being like everything in the follow boy fandom as like a high schooler and middle schooler and everything like meant something and I think that's so exciting. That's kind of like what Taylor does. Like every like little promo thing was like, there's a secret hidden message in here somehow. Or like how on uh, the opening track to uh, the opening track on Folia do, if you play it backwards, there's a hidden song. Like I love stuff like that. Me too. A little Easter egg moment. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I guess I'll go ahead and say my Fallout Boy one that's on my list, which was very hard to pick one. Um, because I I have XO tattooed on my back, which is a Fall Out Boy song, but I didn't put it on the list because, like mm. I said, like I didn't always put like my favorite songs on the list, and that's like probably one of my favorite Fall Out Boy songs. But the one that I picked is of all the gin joints in all the world. Um, I don't know what it is about this song, but every time I hear it, like I have like a reaction. I feel like butterflies in my stomach. Like I felt like listening to the listening to this in like high school. I don't know. It's just what my AIM name was. Oh, the way. Like the song is just like me. super. Yeah, it was like super um, important to me, and I I don't know what it was about it. I love the guitar riff at the beginning, how it starts, the lyrics aren't really like super crazy the uh first course and or the first verse and the second verse are the same it just repeats itself but I don't know I think my favorite lyric is the opening line um you only hold me up like this because you don't know who I really am I love I love that because I I know I do this to people all the time I put people on a pedestal without knowing who they really are and I like have to like remind myself to not make an image of somebody in my head that isn't true because then they'll never live up to that and then it's like I just like mess myself up you know like if I like say like oh I think this person is this way and then I like build up this romanticized version of them in my head they'll never live up to it and I feel like that lyric relates to that when I tell you the knowledge you just dropped, listener, let me tell you something. Pause and rewind and listen to what this young lady just said. Don't get it the fuck twisted. Do not. Do not. And it's really hard. Only see the image. It's so hard. It's so hard. You just simply cannot get caught up in what's real and what you want it to be. Yeah. And that's the tea. Now sip that. Because you're always going to end up disappointed. Left in your kettle. (laughs) I don't. Exactly. All my tea. But yeah, you're always gonna (laughs) you're always gonna end up disappointed if you if you romanticize somebody and hold them to these standards when like you don't really even know if that's who they are. You only hold me up like this because you don't know who I really am. But I really knew you'd be tossing my ass to the flow. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Felicia. Uh-huh. At what point 
do you think you've personally seen a person for who they really are? Um, I don't know. I feel like I did this a lot. I feel like the main time that I do this is whenever I like like somebody or like have a crush on somebody. <laughs> Because a lot of the times I build them up in my head to be a person that I want them to be. And I'll find different little things that they do that could like feed into that. And I can say, oh, see, they are like that. But often you don't really know them all that well. Like whenever I like have a crush on somebody, I'll like see all these things that like I want to see. Or I'll be like, oh, they're probably doing this because of this. When it's like, no, you don't really know how they are. <laughs> like, you don't even know them. Yeah. And then you end up like, you can end up getting hurt because you're like, well, I thought that they were just like playing hard to get or something. And it's like, no, they really yeah. like were just busy or they were really like not even interested or they had no idea you even thought that. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. I have a song, and for those of you that don't watch my YouTube channel, you're not going to know the song, and that's perfectly fine. My viewers have heard this song over and over and over again for literally a year and a half at the end of all my videos, and I thought that this was like the perfect platform mm -hmm. to explain like how I came about to this particular song. So the song is called Dust My Shoulders Off, and it's by an artist named Jane Zhang. And I just, I, this is like one of those instances where like you hear a song and you're like, okay, this song was like brought to me, right? Yeah. So just to remind everyone, my, my soundtrack to my life is going in sort of like a particular order. So we started off like wanting to be free, wanting to do my own thing. And now we're just right now in the midst of fucking up. So what happens when you fuck up, right? So in this particular point in my life, I'm talking about a specific situation with this particular song. I had, like, fucked up, you guys, like, real bad. Like, horribly, like, beyond repair. Like, it was bad, bitch. And sometimes when you mess up or you make a horrible mistake, you're just kind of, like, lost. At least for me. Like, I just get, like, in a fog, and, like, I don't know, like, what's going on. Like, I'm going to work, and, like, I'm working, and I'm fine. But, like, I'm just, like, what's going on there? No, no one's there. No one's home. And I was at work, Felicia, eating dinner, minding my own business, pulled up a random playlist. And have you ever just, like, pulled up a random playlist, and you're just, like, skipping through songs? Like, you hear a beat, and you're like, mm, that's not for me. Mm, that's not for me. And like, there was like something about the way that this particular song like started. It like reminded me of like, I don't even know, like a cartoon like intro. It was like, it just reminded me of like a TV intro. Uh -huh. And then like, all of a sudden the song starts. It's like, just had a bad day. Like she was like talking about like spilling coffee on her blue jeans like her stupid boss like didn't like her uh -huh. like my boss at the time like didn't like me and I was like always spilling shit on myself my broke ass and the lyrics were so 
true felicia like literally i was like sitting there and then immediately the chorus was like but the world keeps spinning life goes on and on and i was like oh shit i was like the world keeps spinning yes yeah i have fucked up majorly but the world And, like, I don't know what that did to me, but, like, the second I heard The World Keeps Spinning, I started the song over. Yeah. As soon as I got to The World Keeps Spinning, I started the song over. And so as soon as I heard the song in full, I knew that it needed to be the outro song for my channel because I kind of felt like on my channel, I was, like, always talking about, like, issues or, like, not negative things, but, like... If there's something wrong, this is how you fix it. And I always wanted the message to be, like, at the end that if anything else, you got this, the world keeps spinning. And and I, it just, like, never left. So now I say it in every video, that the world keeps spinning, and so shall you. I and literally, it's, it's, I had never heard that song until you started using it, and now I, like, I, like, hear it now randomly like I'll be in a store and I'll hear it and I'll be like oh my god it's Courtney's song and I think she performed at the Victoria's Secret fashion show last year and did that iconic uh the world was spinning the models were spinning everyone was spinning yes okay so you know I had to have a One Direction song on here yes and the one that I picked was if I could fly and that is off their last album their latest album made in the a.m. My voice is I love that so you said bad latest. right now. Sorry. <laughs> I'm living for latest album. The latest that gives me hope. Why the don't latest I remember album. That? It is um it's very simple. It's a ballad, and I love a good ballad. This mm. is one that Harry wrote, actually. And their voices yeah. it, it's very um there's not like a lot of production to it. So you can hear mm. their voices very clearly. And you can hear the emotion in their voice. And um, Harry actually performs, or he performed this song on his last tour. He did it acoustically, which was really cool because I never thought I would ever hear this song, especially because it was from like the album that they last put out and they didn't tour it. So I never thought I would hear it. So it was really cool that he played this song on his tour. My voice is getting so bad. <laughs> do you think that they'll tour? I hope so. I hope they do one day. I think they would almost be like dumb to not i agree they better get their coin yeah y'all don't even have to put out new material yeah just get your ass on stage yeah and give the kids one last hoorah yeah they never toured the last album so there's always that unfair yeah that sucks i know oh i'm sorry directioners <laughs> i hope that they will put on their non-matching outfits and just sit on a big-ass plexiglass stage and just do it one more time for the girls. I don't know. I, know. I like I them. So. You know what I mean? I, I want them to, like, come back. Yeah. I miss them. I saw the fucking tour movie alone. Like, bitch, the dedication was real. <laughs> like, that's when they fucking, they did the the movie. Yeah. And I literally, I was working at Disney. I had oh. just moved in. And I had, like, five roommates and I asked all of them. I was like, oh, my God, do you guys want to, like, nerdy Courtney? Do you want to go see the One Direction movie? And they were all like, yeah, like, what time tomorrow? And I gave them a time. You know I'm late for everything. I was on time, ready to catch the bus. 
everyone was laying around. I said, okay. Ain't no aw. Because Courtney (laughs) hopped his black ass on that bus, and that bus took him right to downtown Disney, and I went right in that movie theater and sang my heart out. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Sure did. I love that. The director jumped out out of the popcorn. (laughs) Well, hopefully they will go on tour and we'll get to hear this. But this song is just, like, very – I feel like it's another song that's, like, romantic it's basically saying I might be guarded but I'm gonna let my guard down for you and show you who I really am and uh, I think my favorite lyric is um I think I might give up everything just ask me to Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's just like a powerful statement like I would give up everything just ask me to do it and I will sometimes all it is all sometimes all all it takes is a question yeah it's it's kind of like written from the perspective of somebody saying like I don't really know how you're feeling, but this is how I feel, and I'm going to be vulnerable, and I hope I don't get hurt letting my guard down. Uh, and I feel like that's me. <laughs> that was scary. It is. This is the moment where I cheated and put three songs by one artist <laughs> as one number. So we're... <laughs> And I have them like in a particular order, uh-huh. you know, to my album. Uh-huh. So I have Look What You Made Me Do mm-hmm. for sure because I just – from well, there's a bunch of reasons why Look What You Made Me Do is so important. Yeah. <laughs> so important, Alicia. I have told this story before, but I literally was in a bar – around the corner eating a chicken sandwich when my phone my phone lit up the nightstand in the black bitch <laughs> no actually i was eating a chicken sandwich and my phone lit up and it was like taylor swift's new song is out felicia ran out of the bar <laughs> ran out of the bar didn't eat the potato chips that came with the sandwich did finish the sandwich she was six dollars but ran out of the restaurant ran home beat my mug why beat my mug (laughs) like real quick like i did like on rupaul's drag race there's a thing called uh quick drag Uh where they like don't do the whole thing it's like for it's always for a mini challenge they just like sort of like throw a pad here or there and like they'd like half-ass beat their mug that's literally what i did i did like a quick drag (laughs) in the bathroom like i think i had like a like tana got me like a small little like ring light that like clips to my camera Uh and i turned her ass on and i screamed my ass off and got my life then i realized the reason why i love the song so much is because taylor she the media always trying to drag her through the mud Mm -hmm. and taylor said hold up now y'all tried me now i'm gonna drop up a good honest one too and take your coin now look what y'all made her do. <laughs> I live for a good revenge number, but for me, the lyric that jumps out, mm, mm. and it just and it just doesn't. It makes the song sound less vengeful. Uh-huh. This particular lyric, but I got smarter. I got harder in the nick of time. Mm-hmm. Honey, I rose up from the dead. I do it all the time. How interesting for the, the media and, you know, 
Kim and Kanye Mm -hmm. painted Taylor to be this villain, right? Mm -hmm. And she's singing with villainous production, but she's also in the same breath saying, but I'm the victim, Mm -hmm. but y'all came for me. Mm-hmm. But lucky for me, I got smarter and harder in the nick of time. And I think that that's important for everyone I to think, sort of. Realize. I think one of my favorite lyrics in that song is um, maybe I got mine, but you'll all get yours. I'm dropping a bomb. I'm dropping a bomb right during that part. Oh, because <laughs> it's almost like she's saying, you know, maybe I did some things and I got dragged for it or whatever. But you're going to get yours and it's going to be even worse. Everybody's hands are not clean. Right. No one's hands are ever squeaky clean. And I think that Taylor's done a really good job, especially on reputation of owning up to that. Yeah. I love that. Yep. And the video is everything. Oh my God, Felicia. Let's not even talk about the music video because (laughs) when I tell you if there was one missed opportunity I know I know know. that me listen listeners for y'all for you guys that don't know me and Felicia we were reacting to everything that Taylor Nation did not care about everything the reputation (laughs) I said music video I already reacted to the audio (laughs) I know me too and it premiered during an award show so I saw it on the award show yeah it just came right on. I was sitting there, mouth agape. Yeah, me too. I, but... I didn't know what was going on, but she snatched me bald. I That's know. a music video. I, was, I mean, like, I was reacting on my couch. Like, I was screaming. I was standing up. So I was in bed clutching a blanket. I mean, clutching. it would have it been. But you know what? Whatever. Maybe, you know, our time will come. Listen, TS7. Yeah. It's on the horizon. I'm going to put let me this tell- out into the universe. Y'all might not get a reaction video to TS7 because Courtney and I may be listening to it in Taylor Swift's living room. Taylor, we are coming to your living room. We just invited us. (laughs) (laughs) You might not get a reaction video because we might be doing that. (laughs) We're going to be too busy signing them NDAs and shutting up. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, what y'all think of the video? It was cute. (laughs) It was great. (laughs) <laughs> yeah what music video we didn't even know she had music coming out <laughs> <laughs> exactly imagine that yeah. i ain't telling no- listen i ain't even telling my mama i was in taylor swift how taylor swift bite me over i ain't saying nothing to <laughs> nobody. nobody till the album is out <laughs> nobody okay so the second song i in my triplet of uh-huh. taylor swift numbers is, is holy ground uh-huh. and Great i one. think holy ground is like my top three mm-hmm. of like Taylor Swift songs and I just think that Holy Ground is a great song just because of the fact that it's Taylor Swift looking back almost very similar to the supercut Uh minus my tears she's looking back on these memories and she's finding the positivity and the memories. Yes. Right? There's no bad blood. Right. It's like, tonight, I'm going to dance for all that we've been through. Mm-hmm. She's still going to dance. She don't want to dance, but she is going to dance. I'm not trying to hijack your um, 
your song, but I just want to add in there for everybody who doesn't know that bridge is one of the greatest bridges of all time because she does a play on words where she says, um, I don't want to dance unless I'm dancing with you. It was good. So she like feeds the chorus into the bridge and it's just literally everything. I'll never get over that. Every time I listen to it, you it's like the first time. This woman's mind. Yeah, it's incredible. I just, Holy Ground is a special song to me. I just love the production on it. I think it's very important falling in the theme of you don't have to have bad blood with people that are no longer in your life. You can remember the fond memories mm-hmm. and keep it pushing and get your coin. And that's what Taylor's doing. One of my favorite Taylor songs. Same. Like, <laughs> Taylor, sis. Thanks. Now, the last one is easy, fun, breezy. Shake it off, yes, bitch. Yes, I almost Listen, put this on mine. Felicia, shake it off has gotten me through some moments where I almost had to detonate the bombs. Yeah. But I, you know, I, you know, I, I collect myself. I put on the shake it off, right? Now, she keeps what moving and mm. collecting her coin she's she moving does. and she's grooving mm-hmm. come on now I that is the, a hit i love that song i really almost added it to mine like it does not matter what is going on in your life it does not matter what people are saying about you it does not matter how they feel about you. Frankly, that shit is none of your business. Mm-hmm. But if you do hear it and it comes into contact with your energy, you better shake like Taylor, bitch, and shake it off. Exactly. Period. I feel like shake a lot of like times. <laughs> I feel like a lot of times whenever a song is like upbeat and it's like a pop song that a lot of the times the lyrics get lost. But the lyrics of this song are so good. I love the line that um it, that says it's like I've got this music in my mind saying it's going to be all right. I love that. Exactly. I love. She's that. dancing on her own. She's mm-hmm. making the moves up as she goes. That's what I relate. And that's to. what they don't know. That's what they don't know. They don't know she's making it up as she goes along. Like you don't even. <laughs> <laughs> y'all be swearing. Y'all know everything, bitch. We got this shit on autopilot too. <laughs> like that's that's really uh, that's really the tea. Uh. Taylor wasn't even trying to spill the tea, and she spilt it. She dropped that bag right into the mug. Do you uh, feel like that "Shake It Off" is going to be one of those songs that people like look back at, like from like years and years and years to come, where they're like, "That was like a hit song." You know how like we'll look back and we'll be like, "Oh, in the like '80s, that song was very popular, and it was like a big shake deal." It off some other fucking classic. Yeah, it's timeless. Like I don't that feel like it timeless. ever goes. It never goes out of style, bitch. I'm gonna say it. Ah! <laughs> Felicia, everybody has bad experiences. Everybody has a bad day. Right. Everybody needs to shake it off at least once. Right? I mean, they had a, Michelle Obama was dancing to it. Everybody loves it. Listen, Michelle Obama and that good ass hair on her scalp, if she's shaking it <laughs> off, y'all ass better be shaking it off. Her ass like a sweet potato. That's the, my favorite thing about Michelle Obama. She's like, I like a sweet potato. I know. I love her. <laughs> I don't know. That song is special to me. I love yes. it. Taylor, this, that's my Taylor Swift section of my soundtrack. We could definitely do a whole podcast on our, ta- our favorite Taylor Swift songs. 
Oh my god, if y'all want that, listen, y'all better buckle up and get a good meal. Good meal. Okay, so my next song is another one that's kind of like an older song. And it's called Your Song by Elton John. Do you know this song? I was trying to say, you know, fucking aura, bitch. I was ready. <laughs> oh Woke up, went up here this morning. Oh, oh my dude. God. I never made the connection. Wow. Wow. <laughs> For you guys who don't know this, Courtney and I love Rita Ora. We are obsessed with Rita Ora. We call her Auntie Rita. That's Auntie Rita, Rita Oracles. We love her. But for my list, this one, even though your song by Rita Ora is definitely a fave of mine. <laughs> for the soundtrack of my life, I'm doing your song by Elton John. So do you know this song? I do not. I know Benny and the Jets. Right? Is that Elton John? <laughs> yeah. That's the only Elton John song I know. Yeah. <laughs> so um, your song is kind of like the Eric Clapton song where it's plain and simple it's not super deep and it's literally a song about how he wants to write somebody a song if that makes sense yeah it's um i don't know it's just really simple it's the piano that opens it up i'm sure you've heard this song like if you i, I probably have if you hear the opening piano to it you've you you'll be like oh my gosh yes i know this and it was also in moulin rouge and i love moulin rouge i love the pop girl collaboration yeah that went with the movie i don't think i've ever seen moulin rouge in its entirety i remember renting all right hold on to your hair dinosaurs i remember <laughs> renting the dvd from blockbuster uh -huh. several years ago but to be honest i think i was going through like a musical moment and uh -huh. at that particular point nothing was going to top rent yeah. for me <laughs> i think moulin rouge might have been the first musical i saw Really? You know what's a really good musical? Legally Blonde. Oh, I haven't seen that. Listen, back in the day, Felicia, uh, there was an MTV reality television show called um, Legally Blonde, The uh -huh. Search for the Next L Woods. And they got all these girls, like musical girls, to like compete against each other to be the next L Woods on Broadway. It was legendary. Oh, wow. Yeah, because the original was Laura Bell Bundy. Oh. Oh, Laura did that. Huh. Well, I will have to look that up because I have not seen that. I do it's like the movie, so though. Extra. So, um, so yeah, uh, your song by Elton John, it's super simple. I love Elton John. It's very nostalgic for me. Um, my favorite, like, set of lines in this song is in the second verse. And um, it says, so excuse me for getting, but these things I do. You see, I've forgotten if they're green or they're blue. Anyways, the thing is what I really mean is yours are the sweetest eyes I've ever seen. I think that's so cute because he's like writing this that's song sweet. about somebody and he's like, uh, I don't even remember what color your eyes are, but they're the sweetest eyes I've ever seen. So I'll just put that line Aww. in instead. That's actually very romantic. It is. Very romantic. Oh. <laughs> I'm making a racket. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. My cats make a racket weekly. Also, Aww. there's a new Elton John movie coming out and it looks really good. Like a biopic or? Kind of like the Bohemian Rhapsody thing. Oh, I actually would be interested in seeing that because I don't know anything about Elton John. It looks really good. All right. Come on, Sir Alton. I know. He's on his last tour. He's on his farewell tour. Okay. Just like Cher would be on her farewell tour and her <laughs> ass bounce back six months from now. <laughs> talking about one more time, grab your wigs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we ready for my number? I guess in the order I'm going in is number seven. 
<laughs> number yeah. seven on my list like that i have typed up it's two but the, in the order we're going in it's number seven okay gotcha so this is a song that once again i know you know by band we know you know we know you know them this is one of my favorite songs on the face of the earth period and it's called are you ready uh-huh sugar we're going down <laughs> by fallout boy yes felicia this is how you know this song changed my life. I remember exactly where I was when I heard this song for the first time. Yeah. I was in my best friend Chip's basement putting on MTV while he was cleaning his bedroom and his dog was laying on the floor having a seizure and oh this gosh. song, yeah, it was like a whole, like, I will never forget this. And I literally remember, like, he was, like, running out of the room because his dog just had seizures. And I put on MTV, because MTV was playing music videos at this time. And that boy walked out with them antlers. Yeah. In the music video. Yeah. And when I, I can't even explain, like, when I heard this song, I was like, I need to hear it again. Like, yeah. and you know, back then there was, like, no streaming or right. like Spotify wasn't a thing yet. So I had to like wait to like catch it on MTV, to like uh-huh. catch it on like and Felicia. It is the most sarcastic song. <laughs> it is the most bitchiest song. And I realized like as I've gotten older, that's why I love it and that's why I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm just a notch in your bedpost, but you're just a line in a song. Exactly. If that ain't uh, me. That's a line. That is a line. In a song. And I just I kind of felt like, you know, you think of that chorus like we're going down, down in an earlier round. Mm-hmm. But sugar, we're going down swinging. Swinging. So they're breaking up, right? Uh-huh. But they dragging each other mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Instead of just going their separate way. Instead of making it a holy ground, bitch. Yep. Y'all going down and y'all swinging. Yep. And Patrick is mad about it. Because she try- She might have used him. It sounded like she used him. Uh-huh. Just a notch in your bedpost. But guess what? We getting a coin off this and you mad. I don't know. That song just it if I ever get married at the wedding, play Sugar We're Going Down at some point. Or there oh, is no wedding. For sure. We have to. Listen, it is just like if I heard this in the club, I my head might detach from my spine. Like yeah. it is just one of my favorite songs of all time, Felicia. I actually have been I'd I'd never go to like clubs or anything, but for my best friend's bachelorette party, we went out in um Charleston, South Carolina for Halloween because her bachelorette mm-hmm. party happened to fall on Halloween weekend and they That's played fun. this. They played this Shut song. up, really? Yes, and her and I like Fall Out Boy was our life. Like that was our life. So we flipped out. I was like, Oh my god, they are playing Sugar We're Going Down at the club. I don't know what I would do if I heard that. Oh, it was everything. And then they played um, The Killers. Whoa. Mr. Brightside. Yeah. Yeah. Running out of my cage yeah. and I've been doing just fine. That's a hit, too. It is. It's a hit. Okay. So my next song is Simple. It's not deep at all. And I know it's one that, you know, 
It's Toxic by Britney Spears. Bitch, you better push through. <laughs> toxic, this she song, had that good pink wig. I mean, it. I just remember when this whole entire album came out. I remember me and my best friend just jumping around on her bed, like playing this song over and over again. And like flashback to like this was like middle school or even elementary school for us. I don't even know. But like looking at it now, yet. looking at it now though, I'm like, what the hell was I singing to? Like some of With those lyrics on some of those lips, songs. I'm on a ride. You're <laughs> toxic. I'm slipping under. Like that whole that whole album is like, I was a child and I was singing these things. But anyways, I love this song. Um, I remember, th- like I said, this whole album is just iconic to me and a piece of my history because me and my best friend wanted to be singers when we were little, and we like would. S- learn this song we would like choreograph routines and we would like put on performances for the kids on the street like we loved this album (laughs) lemonade stand nah bitch five dollars to see this toxic performance yeah so um yeah not deep at all but toxic by britney spears iconic 10 out of 10 i'm gonna sing along and dance every time it comes on yes that's a club staple too they always play toxic in the club Another song that I have is also, it's not super deep or anything. It's just really fun. And this is another song that I play all the time. And it's You Need Me, I Don't Need You by Ed Sheeran. Yes. You sent that to me. This That's that's my favorite song. I did. Song. I did. I have it yes, on my playlist. It's such a like, uh, a like amped up song. It's like sassy. It's like, I don't know. And every line of this song is iconic. I don't know how Ed does this. His mind is so powerful. He's an incredible songwriter. Like, I, um, there's one line in it, and I don't know how he says it. I'm going to try to say it. He says, suffix slowly seems to suffocate me. But he says it fast. And I'm like, how do you do that? You're powerful. Yeah, I, can't, I can't be doing no tongue twisters. I'd be sounding stupid. <laughs> but um, basically, the song is just like amping yourself up, saying like, listen, you need me. I don't need you. So don't get it twisted, as Courtney says. Listen, people really be believing that. (laughs) And that's a fantasy. So you should listen to Ed and realize that you really only need yourself to do what you need to do. And don't be placing all your eggs in somebody else's baskets. Exactly. Make your own I think the best, I bet, I, I think the best, like, lyric in this song is one of the best lyrics in musical history ever. And it's, they say, I'm up and coming, like I'm fucking in an elevator. Yes. Like how oh iconic my God. is yes, that? Alicia, I love that lyric too. <laughs> how iconic is that? That's such yes. a good lyric. I agree. That what is a good a lyric. Really, it like literally stands out in my mind from that song. Yes. Yes. Is it time for my finale? It is. All right, you guys. Now, we done been through all these songs and... Of course, I had to save the best for last. <laughs> now, when choosing a song by the queen of rap, Nicki Minaj, there were so many options. Like, I wish I could show y'all the document that I was like, oop, I like that one, I like that one, I like that one, I like that one. But this one, I feel like, sort of like, it really kind of sums up where I'm at today 
And also, it also played a really important part of my life because I saw Nikki on this day, like in person. Um, So the song is called Freedom. And it's one of Nikki's more personal tracks. And she's just sort of reflecting over her time in the industry. She's being really honest. She's saying that she'll never be thanked for opening doors. They didn't even thank Jesus when he died on the cross. I mean, the song came out years ago. Right. And look at where we are today. We have Cardi out. No one is appreciating Nikki for opening that door for her and all the other female artists. And she Nicki Minaj has a way of like prophesizing things that she does. She always has from like the beginning of her career, like from the beginning of her career, she said she was going to do do a pop song and stack her Caucasians. Uh-huh. And what did she do? She did that her second album. She did a half hip hop, half pop album, got everybody coin. I just think that she's incredibly intelligent. And I love songs that sort of are like a, a, a look back or like an overview of where they are, like when an artist does that. And so for this particular song, Nikki said, and excuse my language, these niggas is fake fucks and opportunists. Niggas spend their last dime to say they copped it soonest. Why are these niggas going broke to get your approval? Pretty soon you'll be back up on that ramen noodle. And I think that that is super important to me, especially living in LA, because you don't need money to be somebody's friend. You feel me? Uh-huh. I have been in countless situations where I ain't got no money. Like, it's just, I'm just keeping it real. Like, when I first moved here, I literally was working at, like, a restaurant and, like, literally making minimum wage. So I didn't have money to constantly go out to eat at fancy restaurants and go to Vegas every weekend and shake my ass at a rooftop pool party. Like, I just don't have the money for that, bitch. I got bills. And for a period of time, I was finding myself in situations where other people didn't have money, but they were spending money they didn't have to impress other people that we were hanging out with. And honestly... You shouldn't have to be spending money that you don't have to be somebody's friend. Mm -hmm. If that person is going to be your friend, they're going to be your friend whether you're rich, whether you're broke. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd go off of vibes with people. You know what I mean? If I'm not feeling your vibe, I'm real standoffish. If I'm feeling your vibe, I'm right up under you. Like, yes, bitch. Key, 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 key. I just think that it's important to never forget who you are and don't compete with other people and stop comparing yourself to other people. People should be your friend and people will be your friend. Whether you have money or not, I base everything off of vibes. If I'm feeling you, let's hang out, bitch. If I'm not feeling you, we're not hanging out, bitch. And I feel like it is the most freeing feeling to be secure in yourself and to be happy 
and to know that people want to be around you without expecting anything from you. And I think that Mm -hmm. at this particular point where I'm at in my life right now, in this particular moment, I have done a really, really good job of making sure the little bit of people I do have in my life are really just in it for me. Because I ain't got shit to offer you but friendship, bitch. So that's (laughs) how I would want to end the soundtrack to my life. Feeling free, knowing that I'm secure in myself and that the people that I surround myself with want to hang out with me just because I'm cool as fuck, bitch. And that's just the tea. Are you ready to give us your final auditory experience, darling? Yes. (laughs) So... My last song is obviously going to be a Harry Styles song. Yes, God! <laughs> I think it's kind of like the same for like you. It's like, when is the Nicki Minaj song coming up? It's like, when is the Harry Styles song coming up? <laughs> I was waiting. I ain't even going front. I was waiting. <laughs> so the he doesn't have many songs. He's got like 10 songs. And the one I picked is Sign of the Times, which is his first ever solo single <laughs> i don't mean to laugh that's why i just don't think of that song unless i think of you really like I, when i hear that song i specifically think of you and that iconic and legendary reaction video with yeah. you and your mother that oh, is like yes. i wouldn't even like the song as much uh-huh. if it was not your reaction video <laughs> like literally i <laughs> Bitch, he started to levitate. You were shook. <laughs> I know I was. You were shook. He's flying. <laughs> so Harry came out and gave us this rock ballad, this like six-minute song as his first solo song single ever. And everybody freaked out. I remember sitting on my couch at 5 a.m. listening to him on Nick Grimshaw's Radio 1 breakfast show premiering this song. Like, I took the day off of work. I was ready for this. Me, Felicia, when Nikki came back with her two singles after her hiatus, I took off of work too, okay? That's what the stands do. An experience. It's an experience. You have to take the time. (laughs) Okay. But I love that he put this out as his first song this is the first thing we've ever heard from solo harry styles it's different than anything you have heard on the radio recently i feel like whenever i heard the song it was a really strange and bizarre thing for me because the second chorus feels like again it feels like it was a message directly to me and i didn't know how to react and for a long time i didn't even tell anyone about this maybe like a year after the song came out, I even mentioned it to people. But um, so for anybody that doesn't know this or know anything about me, I lost my boyfriend to suicide in 2014. And one of the last messages that he left me was um, everything will be all right in the end. And I actually got that tattooed on me in 2014. And in the second chorus of this song, It literally says, remember, everything will be all right. We can meet again somewhere, somewhere far away from here. And that was just like, it like gave me chills. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, this sounds like a message I was going to say, did that shit give you a chill, Felicia? Yeah, it like made, it like, it was like a pit in my stomach or whatever. Like, I was like, that is so strange. It was the strangest thing. Hmm. So 
I don't know. I just feel like I have like a special connection to this song. And um, it's really fun seeing it live. Everybody puts their little lights on their phone up. And yeah. <laughs> so it might not be the one that I bop to all the time. But I feel like I have a connection to it. So that's why it has to be on this. All right, you guys. Now that was the soundtrack to our lives. Make sure that you guys go and check out those songs. I'm going to make a playlist on Apple Music. So if you have Apple Music, make sure you check out Courtney Revolution because I'm going to have my playlist and Felicia's playlist along with the soundtrack to your life. If I can find it on Apple Music. All on want to listen and get a little gist for our stories if you like today's episode make sure that you go on ahead and tweet us anything else you want us to talk about in the next episode over at pantry overheard and until we crack open the next batch of snacks i'm courtney and you are alicia Maybe my voice, my voice is almost <laughs> all the way gone, y'all. Thank you for um struggling along with me with my voice. Hopefully, it'll be better next week and not worse. We love you guys so much. <laughs> Thank you for watching, and we'll see you on the next episode of Overheard in the Pantry. <laughs> see you next time, guys. Bye.